Okay. Well, sorry about that. What's up, y'all? <laughs> mic check, mic check. Mic 212. Jam on the beat. What's up with you? Hey, hey. Okay, let me stop. All right, y'all. <clears throat> What's up? My name is Jemaya. I am a believe a believer and a follower of Jesus. I am an R&B artist. I am an influencer and an entertainer. And welcome to the first episode of my new podcast. Oh, I thought it was just me. Um so yeah, I'm super excited. I'm a little nervous, y'all, because to be honest, for those who are new here, um, I did YouTube episodes for a while. Um, and you know, those who coming back, y'all know what's up. But and thank you by the way for coming. But um it's a little more nerve-wracking to know I'm not gonna be doing as much editing, you know. This is just me. Uh, it's a lot of things that I cut out in my episodes, and this is going to be a little more raw, um, but I'm super excited uh, to take y'all on this journey with me, and yeah, I appreciate all y'all for tapping in, so yes, um, my goal in this podcast is to be transparent and vulnerable with y'all, Um just as I discuss my experiences, thoughts, and opinions in life, and my hope is that when you watch, you're reminded that you're not alone, and yeah, you're not alone figuring life out as you go. Um, and so yeah, uh, today's episode is called, I Don't Want to Be a Christian-y Christian. So yeah, um, I just want y'all to walk with me uh, as I bring y'all back a little bit to just have an understanding of where I got to on my walk. Uh, for those who have been around since the very beginning, um, you will know that my music did not start off, my platforms, none of that started off with a mind for God. And as I'm transitioning for some, they saw this coming for some, it's like a very huge switch. And so I just want y'all to journey with me, um, as to how I got there. Um, so first of all, let's break down what's a, what even is a Christian? Oh my goodness. I keep bumping my, bumping my mic, but what is a Christiany Christian? And when I say I never wanted to be a Christiany Christian, I never wanted to be a corny Christian. I never wanted to be, and the funny thing is, is that actually I feel like those who have a fire, a passion for God are considered Christian-y Christians and they're considered corny. Uh, and you know, to each his own, like, you know, but I know the God I serve and made me corny and made me no hornball. So mm. anyway, <laughs> but nah. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I think that when I first started um, my walk with God, that has always been my biggest fear. And I think that, um, I think not only will a lot of people be able to relate to that, but 
I also want people to get to know me a little more and to know that I didn't start this walk um, to be this good person. I didn't, it's not for show. It's not like, this is something I never wanted. So just so y'all can realize how real this has been for me. So yeah, let's, let's get into it. Um, I feel like uh, growing up, I knew God, but I didn't have a relationship with God. Um, I think I was taught, you know, the main rules. Um, and it's, you know, I went to some things like, you know, every once in a while, like, um, little summer camps and things like that. So I was introduced to God, but I don't feel like I had a relationship with God. Um, and I feel like some of, some of the things that I dealt with, um, even kind of could say, I really almost didn't believe in God. I used to have very bad, uh, anxiety attacks thinking about afterlife and death, like just wondering. And so I just feel like thinking about that when I was younger, if you, if you're consumed with that to where you're having anxiety attacks, do you really believe, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I had, uh, known about God more so through my parents and, you know, shout out to, shout out to y'all, shout out to them for that. Um, but so I think it was more of a fear of don't you go out there and, and do this stuff. And it was like a fear of my parents more than understanding, um, the whys and understanding who God really is and things like that. Um, and so, yeah, I had good morals and values. Um, but I think it was more so I could relate and I didn't want to be a bad person, but that has nothing to do with a relationship with God, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, now, even though, uh, I don't think that I really did believe and I don't think that, uh, I had a real relationship. I do feel like looking back, God has always had his hand on my life. Um, and God was always calling me before I even really knew, um, you know, to be honest, it's just like looking back and, and being very thankful for random things. Like, to be honest, I'm so sorry, Ma, uh, if you're watching this and you hear this, but even things like, um, I was real sneaky. I was a sneaky little child. So it's like being all the way, I, I'm from Vancouver, Washington. So it's like, if I'm in, I, you know, I'm supposed to be around there. I'm deep in Portland late at night, like kicking it with my friends. Like, and just thinking about that, like we were all so young. It was so, it was many opportunities where I could have gotten to some stuff, but I didn't, it was like something in me. Now I didn't know that that was God, but it just was like something in me that always knew not to take it too far. That was like, ah, I'm just not feeling, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I always had this desire to be out. I always had this, at this, desire to adventure to want to know what was like that there was more to life um but I also really um dealt with depression uh through my like late teen years really badly and so as much as I would get the green light to go out and, and do things and do what I wanted to do anyway because like I said I was sneaky um I never was fulfilled. Like I always found myself, you know, 
feeling happy and then all of a sudden crashing. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to look in the mirror. I don't like just it would like it wasn't working. And to a lot of people on the outside looking in, you know, I was pretty popular. So it was like I feel like a lot of people would have never guessed that I was dealing with it so rough, like things that were going on internally. Um, truthfully, maybe not even my own family realized like how severe it was for me. Um, cause I never really felt like anybody would understand that. And that was another thing, um, realizing, you know, that, that it was, there was just this void there that only God could have filled because even when I did start to talk about how I felt, I never felt understood truly. Like there were certain friends that it was like, I could really talk to you. Thank you for listening to me. But when I walked away from that venting session, when I walked away from that conversation, I never felt, um, I never felt like that void was filled. I still felt the same way. Um, and so things like that, um, you know, I, I always feel like God had been calling me. Um, now what got me closer to God? Um, oh, I'm so sorry to touch back on that subject a little bit of like me just venturing out and always wanting that adventure. Um, feeling like there's more again I think that that was God you know calling me calling me beyond what a lot of people I lived in a small town so I just think that he was calling me um to go higher to see things that there was more uh for me but you know just didn't have that connection yet but again we'll get there so okay I'm sorry now I can move on now what got me closer to God um I was, I went through a breakup and was handling it in all the wrong ways you could think of, child, like I was cutting up. But um, yeah, so of course, you know, going through that cycle of like handling everything wrong, it leaves you feeling a ways. So I had a really, really rough New Year's that year um, just because of multiple things. And I had, you know, decided that next day to just like, really, it was the first year I wrote out goals, um, and prayed on them. Um, and in the, in, and in that time I had moved out and was living with my cousin and my cousin is a, a lot older than me. And, you know, little did I know God is so intentional, um, putting us in that house together. There was a lot that I was like learning from her little seeds, um, that were being planted in me as, you know, she's a woman of God. So it was a lot too, that was like being planted in me that I didn't really know. So, you know, she would like be like, Oh, you should read this book. Oh, you should watch this with me. So I feel like even though I wasn't really going all the way that that that's when I was like, okay, I want to try, I want to try what you're doing. Like, I want to, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's when I was like, really decided to just dive in a little more. Um, so yeah, I had like wrote all my goals and stuff like that and, um, prayed on them, you know, not just like, oh, my new year's resolution, but just really prayed for them really, you know, was asking God things and, you know, just trying to figure out more, trying to figure this life stuff out. So time goes on, you know, and as I am, um, let me, let me look at my notes, y'all, so I can stay on subject. Um, okay. So as time was going, I felt like I was getting closer. I felt like I was learning, but I was 
keeping him at arm's length a lot. Like there's so many things that I can like go back and recognize to where I was like, not too much, not too close. Stay back there. <laughs> like, um, I have dealt with vulnerability issues for a long time. I'm still, you know, piece by piece, but it was bad y'all like down bad. And so it was like a lot that it was like, oh, like, God is cute. Like, that's so sweet. Like, you know, like, praying and stuff. Like, it was like all the activities and stuff. It's like, oh, this is cool. But I wasn't getting personal with God. I wasn't telling God, like, this is how I feel about this. Like, even with the breakup, it's just like, oh, God, help me, you know, to get through this and to do better things. But it wasn't, how did this breakup make you feel? I wasn't taking my emotions to God raw. I wasn't taking, why did you decide to go and handle it this way? What are you avoiding? Um, another thing that I, I was doing a lot to uh, deal with the breakup and that I like was like a coping mechanism for me in general was like overworking and just going in a hustle mode all the time. So it's like, why are you constantly running? Why, why are you running? Y'all know that means. <laughs> but for real, like, why are you running? Like, what what are you trying to escape right now? And it's like, none of your business, God. Like, really? Like, that's really how I was. Like, I was like, okay, bro. Like, you know, um, <laughs> that's so bad, but that's really how I was. But um, so yeah. So um, then you know, uh, what's some another example? Um. Definitely was like pushing him in that way. And then also, as I was getting closer, I felt like this is so wild. I don't think I've ever told nobody this before, like out loud. But I had a random, it was when I first was getting introduced to Christian music. Like the only person I really knew was Lecrae, but I never listened to him really. I just kind of heard about him. And he just was like known as like a Christian rapper. Like that's all I knew. You know what I'm saying? Like, and of course, we all knew Kirk Franklin, like I'll jam stomp sometimes, but I wasn't really diving in for real. But anyway, um, so when I first was like learning, like, oh, this is like a whole genre, like just going through it and stuff, something hit me like, what if I did that? And when I tell y'all, I immediately was like, no, like I just, I, because again, I didn't want to be a Christian Christian. I didn't want to be out here making Christian songs. I didn't want to be out here. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, Mm-mm, nope, nope. And I remember my cousin who I live with, she has said to me, um, I'm waiting for when you do something like that. And I remember in me just feeling like, I don't know why she waiting on that. You know, I just, I did not want to do it. Um, and <laughs> it's just, oh, it's so funny looking back on now. But, um, yeah, so again, this is what I'm saying. I want to take y'all in. I want y'all to know where my headspace was, where I, you know what I mean? So again, arm's length, like it was like this whole God thing is cool, but I'm not trying to be one of them, one of them. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. And so, yeah, I think that kind of gathers where I was with keeping God at a certain, certain point. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I was not letting God in enough to where he could really change me. Like, a lot of God was happening around me, but I wasn't letting him in. Um, so, things started to shift for me um, when I would randomly hear God's voice. And 
it was kind of like, what was that? Like, you know, and um, there was one situation <laughs> where I was supposed to go on a girl's trip to Cali with my homegirls. And I was watching a sermon. I, ooh, Lord, I remember. I just was watching a sermon, folding my clothes. Like, yeah, it was Michael Todd. I was like, mm-hmm, Mike, yeah, mm, Mr. Todd, go ahead. Like, you know, I'm, like, just watching and everything. And I felt like God has said, don't go. Do not go to Cali. And I was like, I'm tripping. When I, t- I dusted off that voice so quick, like, mm because I had already got my ticket. Like, I was like, what was that? Like, you know, couldn't be. Like, I was like, y'all, just so in and out. But anyway, and I ended up getting COVID and couldn't go. So, you know, um, but yeah. And then I, you know, when I got COVID, I was like, God, like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Like, I was like, is that you for real? Um, so yeah, you know, um, that was like the first time. And then, uh, I felt like God was calling me to move. I felt like God was calling me to move out of my hometown. Now, when I tell y'all this whole journey, there's so much that I can't wait to share with y'all that I have learned, but it has also been so much hurt, so many lessons, so many things I didn't expect that I feel like if I would have known it was going to be all that when God called me to move, I'm not 100% sure that I would have done it. Like, I feel like that there's, there's, mm, we're going to have to get into that in another episode, y'all. But, um, so yeah, I felt like God was calling me to move, calling me to move so he could isolate me um and so I could really grow my relationship with him like I remember that being a thing but to be honest I was so excited about all the other stuff that I didn't really mind that too much you know like I was like yeah that sounds cool that sounds good not you know you're right about that but I'm also excited about moving and seeing new things and trying new things like I was so I wasn't honing in that like nah like I'm really about to take you like he been told me you know what I'm saying but I was so eager about all the good things that were coming that I didn't think about the fact that it was gonna be a lot of you know just I don't it's not it wasn't bad I don't want to say bad but um intense and uh a lot of transition which means a lot of um, being uncomfortable which means a lot of change, you know what I'm saying? Like that you're not, you're not properly preparing yourself for. Like now I could say like, you know, if God, if I'm sitting here right now, God, like I felt God tell me go move somewhere. It's probably like, okay, let's pray about this. Let's fast about this. Let's, you know what I'm saying? But back then I was just like, oh, this is just too good. I'm out of here, y'all. Like, so, but anyway, um, yeah, so, um, Again, like, you know, things like that, slowly being able to look back and realize that God has always had his hand on me, even when he wasn't truly the center. Like, he was getting in there piece by piece, but he wasn't really the center of my life the way he is now. Um, so, let's move on a little bit. So, um, yeah, God meant that. When he said isolate me or whatever, he definitely, he definitely meant that. Um, it was a lot that I learned about myself, that I learned about him, that I learned about life with moving and everything. Um, 
And it definitely was growing my relationship with him. Uh, to be honest, I dealt with, oh, I dealt with some bad, severe anxiety when I moved out here. I didn't even want to go to the pool of my apartments without my cousin coming. Um, like, it was bad. Um, so there was just all that I really had a lot of the time. Because I had my cousin, but I was also isolating myself from her. Like, she would come in and check on me a lot, but I didn't really, I just wanted to be by myself. So that kind of forced me to have a lot of alone time with him. Um, and I feel like when I moved and everything is when... I was able to see, I feel like that's when a lot of strife with me and God started because he was able to show me that believing in God is not being a good person and following my rules. Like God is specifically here for me. God is specifically working through me. God has a specific will for my life. So there was a lot of <laughs> things that, he was calling me to do that. I'm like, mm -mm. like to me, I'm very hard headed, very stubborn. And you know, if God told me like, Oh, you know, like, you know, moving and everything. But now if God is telling me, Oh, go talk to that person. Like, let's just say that for example, go, go talk to that, go talk to that girl or, or go, go pray for that girl. I'm like, I'm tripping. God didn't say that quickly. Like it, it was, I was very, very quick to just, Mm -mm. You, I'm tripping. You know what I'm saying? Um, anything like God is not just a God within our, our, ah, how do I put this into words? God help me. Like, it's just not comfortable. God does not stay in a box. God does not operate under our rules God does not operate how we want him to operate you know what I'm saying so um it, it just it doesn't look like how a lot of people portray Christians to be it doesn't look like oh get up and pray and read my bible and the day is done there's so much that God uh was calling uh, to break off of me to teach me to show me to just you know keep molding me that I just was like no, you know, especially because I was in a new place and I wanted to try so many things and do so much that wasn't for me, but also not um, stewarding and not attacking the things that were for me. You know, all that stuff I was pushing off, all that stuff I was hesitant to do. Um, and so, yeah, it just, it was, basically it was like a lot of time I spent being very disobedient. Um, anything that made me uncomfortable, I was being disobedient. Anything that pushed me past my limit, anything I, I simply just didn't feel like doing. Um, just, it was a very disobedient time. But the reason it was so different is because I didn't recognize it as being disobedient. Like, I was like, I'm not no bad person. Like, nothing's going to happen to me. I still read my Bible. I still love God. And I just thought that that was okay. I didn't realize the seriousness of being disobedient and um, the consequences um, and how important it is to really be walking with God. Um, so yeah, that, that was a lot. And so one example is uh, I had, the first job I had when I moved out uh, to Texas uh, was 
working front desk at a hotel. Couldn't stand that job. Mm-mm. And then I ended up down the line quitting that and working full time at this restaurant. And the restaurant, um, I had made really good money at. I was working part-time at the time, but this was also my first restaurant job. I was working in the holidays. I didn't know no better. I thought that I was just, this is what I was gonna be making. I left that other job, you know. Um, a lot of things that I didn't take into account for that I didn't know, but God knew, you know. And I was like sitting there with all my chum, all my money. I was like, ooh la la, like I was feeling too good. And out of nowhere, I felt God tell me, quit. And when I told y'all, I was like, <laughs> like, I was like, what? Like, you, uh-uh. Like, oh, I'm telling y'all, it makes me cringe how, how much, like, it's just wild because even talking about it, it's like God spoke so much. How could I deny his voice like that? But, you know, you, you got to live and learn. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I was like, nah, I'm tripping. Ended up, you know, going through a slow season. Uh, I didn't have enough money. My Didn't have enough money for nothing, really. Was stressed. And I had so much pride, I wasn't telling nobody. So I was riding around with no car insurance until, you know, things came up. And I wasn't going to be able to pay my car note either. Like, it, it was getting down bad. Also, why didn't I quit or go find something else? Other things, you know, that God knew coming. Like, I had worked for my mom prior to that. So I was very, like, feeling when I'm locked into a job, I have to stay locked in. Even that hotel job, I couldn't stand that hotel job. But I stayed because I thought I had to. You know, like, just things that you don't realize um, about yourself, that you tell yourself things and you grow up certain ways and habits, you know, all kinds of stuff. But anyway, the point is God could see it coming. I didn't. And that was the first time I finally realized, oh, like, this is for, like, you know what I'm saying? When I finally was able to see the consequences so quickly and really be able to know is when I finally understood. So, you know, I got a little better. I got a little better, um, you know, with listening, but again, still hard headed. So being invested into things and people, people is a, a very hard one for me. Um, you know, furthering, pursuing. I think my biggest problem is that there was a lot that I pursued without God, pursued without praying first, pursued without taking it to him first. And then when it was time to give it up, I didn't want to, um, because it was hard, but it's like, well, who told you to go on and do that? You know what I'm saying? So that's that later on is where more strife came in because now it's like, okay, now I kind of know I'm being disobedient, but again, there was a lot of pride, a lot of vulnerability. So I didn't want to admit that to myself. And I really didn't like when people pointed it out to me, like that right there was like, do not talk to me about that. You know, that's when it, being extremely defensive came up and, um, you know, feeling like, don't, don't tell me about my relationship with God, you know, because I didn't want to be told nothing when deep down all that is coming up because I know what I'm really supposed to be doing and choosing. Um, and so, yeah, so yeah, that was, that was a lot, y'all. I feel like I kind of laid my little on hoard down or whatever. Um, so 
that that was like a big phase I, I have been going through for a while. So my next shift, I feel like in my relationship with God came when I went to my first church conference and shout out to Prophet Levy. That is an amazing man of God and y'all should tap in with him. Um, but yeah, so I went to my first church conference in Houston um, and went and saw Prophet Levy and it was amazing. Um, I want to tap in to on a on a part two or another episode with y'all where I talk about my deliverance and being delivered and, and um, you know, just some things I would love to share with y'all about being delivered, but that's going to be on another episode. But that's what ha- that's what took place at that conference. And it, and it was amazing. Um, but so my life was changed after that conference. I saw everything so much differently. I um, was able to really realized uh things that were taking place spiritually and and that is when things started to sink in um and oh jesus i I just can't wait to be able to tap in with y'all in that episode that will also explain a lot but um so that's when a shift happened in me and i feel like that is where i started being more open about god and open in a way that was not vague because all through this, right. Um, you could see like a little more, a little more, a little more of me believing in God and me, you know, my relationship with God, but it was all very behind the scenes and very vague, you know, like it was like, "Mm, thank you God for another day. Um, you know, but I'm not really going to bring up Jesus, you know, like, I don't know why that's like a, Ooh, she's a real, like, if you say Jesus Christ, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to say I'm a follower of Jesus Christ on my Instagram. I'm not going to talk about going to church. Um, but I am going to post the club I just went to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was very vague. Um, and even relationships I would make, like I kept them in a box. Like, um, I want to go out, out with certain friends, but you know, certain people that are really close with God, I don't want to let y'all in too much. And I don't want to get too vulnerable with y'all because again, I don't want y'all knowing my business when it comes to God. I don't want y'all knowing that I'm only, you know, going to a certain level with God, only taking this to God. You know, like it was a lot of that going on. And it really was just like a lot of half and half. Like, um, there was this half of me that wanted to explore God. And so, you know, explore him, get to know him more. And that was calling me. So I was making some more friends. I was going to church events, but my heart was just not invested. My heart posture was not anywhere near really seeking and valuing God. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I was more so focused on like, I'm in a new place. I want to go out. I want to try new things. I want to, I want a taste of what the world glorifies. You know what I'm saying? I want a taste of what all this stuff that looks so fun. Um, and I deal with FOMO, do it, you know, missing out. So (laughs) I didn't want to miss out on what everybody else gets to do because I wanted to go see what was up with God. That wasn't the thing. That's, that was too Christian-y Christian for me, you know? Um, so yeah. So, um, yeah, that was kind of that going on, but that church conference, all that broke off. Like it was different, you know? Um, I think that is when that shift happened and it just was when kind of a fire ignited in me, you know, kind of really going to God, really getting raw with God. Um, 
even having to like admit things to myself and, you know, just that turn of starting to really long for God, not just, oh, this is cute and funsies. Like, no, I, oh, I need you. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, yeah. So then when I started, uh, making God the center of my life is when, you know, really surrendering to him, allowing him to lead me is when he also led me to my church. He led me to the right friends, you know, and I was doing better at waiting on confirmation from God, taking people and things to God. Now, granted, this is not perfect at all. Like there was still so much, like it was so many layers of disobedience and delusion, like being delusional to myself about things and thinking that I could bring that delusion to God, like he ain't see everything that was going on anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it was like a lot that still had to break off me and this, that, and the third. But, um, yeah, from that point on is when we kind of saw a shift in everything. Uh, and yeah. And so it just, I don't know from that point on it, it, everything slowly started to change, you know? Um, I just was able to, from being around the right church, the right, uh, friends, the right, um, I'm, I'm putting the right music in my ears. I'm watching the right shows, like, and things like that too. That's another thing. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't want, Ooh, woo, I did not want to clear my playlist for the longest time. Like y'all, I had a whole little sexy, sexy playlist going on. Like I had a whole little <laughs> playlist like, and it was vibing. Like I love, like I love R&B little sexy time R&B hit different something about it something about that passion when they singing like <laughs> oh my goodness let me stop but for real so I had a hard time letting my music go like that and then also my little my little turn playlist like but I had to realize like how much that was going in like how much that is seeping into my spirit what are you putting in what you put in is what you give out and it can stunt your growth. You know what I'm saying? Like, and again, Christian, Christian, I did not like when people told me stuff like this. And that is why I didn't want to get close to people like that because I'm like, it's not that serious. Like, leave me alone. I just want to listen to this song. And then it's like, if I'm feeling some type of way, I wonder why I have a whole couple days where I'm depressed and can't get out of the bed. But all I want to do is listen to sad music. All I want to do is watch movies that make me boohoo. I'm not putting nothing in my spirit that's going to motivate me to get up and pray and shake that off. I'm not putting nothing in my spirit that is igniting ideas and, and, and better things to invest into. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, um, things just started to shift and, and slowly but surely it just happened. You know, um, once, once I started letting God in more and really just surrendering you know so much of this stuff that we're not willing to surrender is so silly and that's that's also what really changed me is like when I really was able to sit back and start giving up stuff and really just letting God have his way I was able to see just how much it was working for my good working in my best interest and when I was able to really see oh I serve a God who 
really loves me and really wants the best for me. Like this wasn't just because I need you to look like this, talk like this, walk like this for me. God don't need you to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he good. He does not need your help. You're not doing nothing for him for real. He just wants you. And, um, he wants you for you, but he also wants to see you happy. You know what I mean? Like God is just so good, but it took a lot of, you know, um, it, it, it just took a lot. Like <laughs> hopefully y'all can see through this walk. Like it was not just overnight. Um, it was not just because somebody told me so it was not just because it just was not just because, you know, God had to really get in there and change my definitions of things. Um, and that's another thing, even with a Christian-y Christian, you know, I don't mind being looked at as that because it's genuine. It's just a fire and love for God that I have. And I would not trade it for the world. I'm, I'm extremely grateful to know God. Um, I am extremely grateful that no matter how, how long I was being disobedient, no matter how much I was putting off God, that he did not give up on me, that he continued to love me because he wanted to see me transform and see me where I am now. Um, and God is just so good. The amount of times that I told him to leave me alone, anybody else would have gave up. I would have gave up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I have a God who's going to keep fighting for me when I'm not going to fight for me. And that's amazing, you know. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, the, it all came from just building a real relationship. And for those who are running because they don't want to look no type of way, um, I just would encourage you to just try God's way. Like, I feel like that's my biggest thing is to, my biggest thing, too. Like, have you even tried? You know, um, for those who are feeling called and for those who just, um, on the outside looking in, you know, maybe you don't really, you're not really there with God. You're not really about Christianity. You know what I'm saying? But have you really ever even tried to build your own relationship instead of looking at what people say about Christians, instead of your own assumption about following God, um, and religion like have you ever sat there and fully invested yourself and fully like been like God can you can you talk to me God can you tell me what you want for me for my life like let's let's start with day one like how can we get this ball rolling how can I learn about you and serve you and just I would just encourage you to explore your own relationship with God first don't let nobody tell you how to do it and don't assume that you know what it's gonna be like because God will blow your mind um and yeah <laughs> hopefully I was able to um hopefully I was able to break that down some more and you know just introduce uh a little bit of me uh because I feel like me looks a little different now with God in the picture and um, as people follow along with me, you're going to have to expect to see that you're going to have to expect to see God at the forefront of everything that I do now. And so I just wanted to let people in a little bit, um, to have that, you know, a little bit of understanding. 
um, of why I got so Christian, y'all, y'all. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, uh, what I would love to do at the end of my, um, my, uh, episodes is first I want to do something called, yeah, that's all you where, um, just kind of talking about something that you stand on alone, but you proud of it. Like, uh, what do they call it? An unpopular opinion. Um, my unpopular opinion, I love The Office. That is my favorite show. I love it. Zam. I stand behind it. It's funny. If you don't think it's funny, you tripping. Boom. That's all me, and I'm going to stand on it. Standing on business behind that one. Um, and then the other thing is a testimony that you'd like to share to let somebody out there know that they are not alone. Um, and... I would like to say that a testimony that I could share after sharing all this is um, you are not alone figuring out your relationship with God. Um, your your walk does not have to look perfect. Come as you are. Um, it does not have to be on a timeline. It doesn't need to look like how anybody else's looks. Um and it's okay if it looks messy and continues to get messy. I'm sure my walk is going to get messy, that this is just the beginning of mess. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, yeah, you are not alone in that. And uh, I would like to encourage y'all to, um, there is going to be a phone number in the description on YouTube. If you're listening to this, it's going to be on YouTube. I encourage y'all to hit the number and y'all can share what y'all standing on business behind, what you standing on alone, and a testimony that you'd like to share. And I will start sharing them at the end. Um, thank you guys so much for tapping in. Um, and yeah, this is episode one. Bye, y'all. It's okay. Oh